Hello. Um, Hello. Hang on. Bear with me one moment. I know. Really fucking weird. I am not going to bear with you for any moments. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, how, do, how do I sound? Uh, you sound okay, but you sound like you're on the internal mic or something. Ah, oh, fucking bear with me one second. Well, no, it's not bear with me, oh boy. Shut up. <laughs> Audio settings, that's what I need to do. Jesus Use Christ. my... Oh, I have used my mic. in the car. <laughs> right, maybe it's just because it's really far away. Let me put this down. Ah, shit! Oh my god, what is that? Oh, it's the mouse. And welcome to World One Stage One. Oh my I'm... god, it was a trap! No, stop biting me! No, thank you. <laughs> I'm Simon, and joining me, as not as much of a secret as I was planning, is Zoe. I'm sorry, the cat bit me. <laughs> uh, and joining me, as ever, are our recently returned colleague Jack. My name is Jack. I talk like this, apparently. <laughs> the man who oh. can't impersonate Jack, Rob. Personally, I thought that was uncanny. So, you know. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> and Irish. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Just the way that was, that just sounded like Irish just had a really delayed reaction to the humour. <laughs> Irish is like, jokes. That's how bad it can end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey. Oh, so you're back. Oh, it's good to be back. We're on rhythm again. It was well, really weird to begin with. It's tolerable to be. It's tolerable to be back. Uh, do you? I was going to say, like, I'm guessing you have like the blues right now. I well, I will do until 2017 when I go back to Osaka. You're like, missing the toilets. Hey, you're missing the toilets. <laughs> I am. You know what? Go coming back. Coming back from Japan. The first thing I noticed <laughs> after being when going to a to a German uh, uh, public bathroom, which is how a lot of stories of mine start. Now that I think about it, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it was this thing of just like going into going into the loo and realizing that there weren't thirty buttons on the walls. And then when I sat down, I'm like, this this seat isn't heated. Please tell me you tried all of those buttons and then did the Bart Simpson joke of pressing all the buttons at the same time, <laughs> but not in an elevator. Um, I did. Did you actually? What did they do? Um, right. <laughs> uh, should we should we should point out that World One Stage One is a is a post watershed show, right? Of oh course. yeah. yeah. I'm going to, dude. God, Robert, it's dreadful. I, I pressed. I pressed a lot of buttons. A thing went inside me. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Press the buttons while she sat down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want, this is going to be lost on the listeners, but I want everyone on the Skype call to look at Jack's avatar picture and and just remember him saying, "A thing went inside me." <laughs> I don't know. Better what than looking at your terrifying horse and thinking that. <laughs> I actually don't. I can't see him. Boy, no. <laughs> Good, then the joke is just for us. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Could, the purposes so. of us and the listeners, could you describe Jack's avatar picture? Because we can't see it. It is a photo of Jack looking directly into the camera with the the flat-faced emoticon <laughs> face. Just a perfectly straight line for a mouth. <laughs> that is beautiful. Oh, God. Yes, use it. It has now been magnified. Zoom in, it hurts. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> so, yes, um, that that was the weirdest thing coming back from Japan was that. Wow. That and the time delay because it was because it was like a, a night... Well, it was a 12-hour flight on the way back. Yeah. But the sun didn't go down the entire time because we were going west. Oh, my God. Yeah, so We were chasing the rays. Yeah. Oh, it was so fucking weird. We were just flying over Siberia for like 12 hours. <laughs> oh, God. That's the most depressing <laughs> like, we saw ever. We saw a rainbow from the air. <gasps> and it's like a, it's just a circle floating in the sky. Like this weird, jaggedy circle floating in the sky of all these colors. And wrote one pointed out, went, oh, that's, that's what a rainbow looks like, like from, from above and all that. And I, I looked at it and went, Bullshit! I know a fucking AT field when I see one. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's an angel, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh god, that's scary as shit. I don't want to crash here. A, we're in Siberia. B, demons. <laughs> that's so fucking amazing. Yeah, but also, yeah, twelve-hour flight, and that, then that, that, great, that, are they, mate? that was just to get to uh, Dusseldorf. Oh, and then yeah, transfer. Yeah. Wow. And then and then we transferred to Birmingham, and then we came home. Yeah, I like Birmingham Airport. Did you go on the monorail? We did. Yeah, I love the monorail there. <laughs> that was the best. Part because of I Monday, pretend actually. it's Disney and then get sorely disappointed when I end up in Turkey. <laughs> and, and you enjoy that, do you? Yeah, tell you what, I didn't go to Disneyland. <gasps> oh shit! Yeah, I yeah. didn't go to Disney. We had the choice to go to Disneyland. Yeah, and what uh, got in the way? I bet well, something decent got in the way there, right? Oh. See, this thing is our very, very last last night, our last full day in in um, in Tokyo. So the last full day in Japan, uh, we decided we were going on a date. We were, oh, that's yeah. Nice. So we, we went to the beach. We went to Odaiba Beach, which is basically for a quick little history lesson. Uh, back in the Meiji period, when <laughs> Japan was up to Westerners, okay, uh, a man called Matthew <laughs> Perry, who is not not the. Not the <laughs> <laughs> but, but please, for the purposes of this story, imagine Chandler Bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could he be anymore in Japan? Right. <laughs> he basically turned up to Japan in the late 1800s and went, Hey, Japan, um, open up your ports to trade with the rest of the world. Because if you don't, I notice you're still using swords. We have cannons. Yeah. Uh, you know, we will basically flatten Japan. And so yeah. Japan went, Oh, okay and opened its its ports and to trade with the West and whatnot. But during the sort of very tense negotiations, Mexican <laughs> standoff, uh, they built a bunch of forts in the Bay of Tokyo. Hmm. And then after it was all over, they went, oh, shit, we've got all these forts and no one really to defend against. <laughs> so they sort of filled in the land in between them to make one giant fort, one giant diver, or wow. diver. And then during the sort of... 90, well, the late 80s when they were, the economy was booming. That was a jump. Yeah, they started building stuff on it, like, you know, uh, giant skyscrapers and, and uh, theme parks and stuff like that. And and then in the 90s, like, there was the big economic crash, so they stopped yeah. building stuff and no one went there. And now they finished building it and still no one goes there. Like, you can go there. It's the beach in the middle of Tokyo and there were, like, three people we saw wandering around on the streets of it. I have been there. The streets it's, of a beach. It's yeah, it's so cool. That we went, sounds insane. We went to the museum of the future. 
<laughs> oh my god! They showed this futuristic tech, like um, uh, what's it called? Uh, superconductors and freezing things to make trains levitate and shit like that. Oh wow! Cool. It was so cool, and then we went, and then we were walking around. We went to the the uh, the Gundam headquarters, yeah, which is from of the giant Gundam, yeah. Because um, there's the little one we found in in Akihabara, and then there was the giant one we found. Um, and then basically we got towards the evening, and we thought, well, we can either go back to the hotel and just get an early night because we've got to get up at five tomorrow morning, or or <laughs> we can go to Disneyland because it's a couple of stops over on the train. Mm-hmm. Or we can just bum around here for a bit and go to, and I've got this map open and went, there's a place called Joyop- uh, Joyopolis. I've been there. Like, we, we could go to a video game arcade for the evening. Like, you know, I'll play some claw games and win you a, you know, a giant, terrifyingly eyed stuffed toy. <laughs> right. That's what you do on dates, right? Of course. Because uh, we didn't want to do the Ferris wheel because it took 16 minutes to do a one full rotation. <laughs> oh, wow. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and with glass bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we went to Joyopolis, and I misjudged it. Yeah, it was not a video game arcade. No, it was an indoor theme park with a roller it's coaster. A- run- <laughs> wow! Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's so cool. We got discounted tickets because it was after six p.m. And also, we were one of about ten people in the entire theme park, so no queues for anything. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. It, it, including, say, the uh, the Transformers rail shooter, where you're in a little pod, and you're strapped into the pod, and you have to get rid of all of your loose change and anything in your pockets and <laughs> stuff like that because it has a full 360 degree field of motion. <laughs> so when when Megatron bitch slaps your pod off the roof, the whole pod turns upside down. Oh my and god. And starts rocking from side to side. So I'm just thinking, <laughs> and just firing at robots. And then at the end of it, the really, really bad voice actor playing Optimus Prime is like, you did it. Now you are Autobots. And I'm like, my balls have been basically just pushed up into my fucking chest cavity this is what happens when humans try and do a job meant for transformers essentially i do i do love that the voice actor for for optimus was so bad though because he read his own name in the script what like his line is supposed to be when when he's when he squares off against megatron he says megatron you cannot do this. One must stand, one will stand, and one will fall, or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's, you know, on the script it says Optimus, uh, colon, Megatron, you cannot do this. His, his. Oh, his, God. So he read his. Optimus Megatron, you cannot do this. <laughs> he read his name on the script. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. amazing. Um, so there was that. I mean, that, that whole theme park was fucking incredible. There was a Sonic ride where the controller was a treadmill. <gasps> what? Yeah. 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 And it's it's ten, there were ten treadmills, and depending on which one you picked, was which character you played as. Do you in fact have to go fast? You do. You have to go fast. We were going to do it, but then I we, would we, love we went that. on the we went on the Transformers ride beforehand, and then we spent the next like hour and a half just sitting in place, going no more motion. <laughs> <laughs> there was an amazing Initial D machine, uh, and for people who don't know, Initial D is like the sort of. Japanese boy racer game. Yeah. Um, and we, you'll see them in a lot of places where it's just like, you know, bucket seat and, and controllers all made to look like a good dashboard and all that. With yeah, the, yeah. Gear stick at the end. It looks really cool. And trust Japan, they've sort of pushed it one step further for their, for their theme park. Mm. Because basically there were three pods for it. And I say pods. Basically, there was a... Is it a Nissan Skyline? That uh, is a car and it is a very nice car. Yeah, there were three really nice sort of usual street racer cars set up, which they'd hollowed out 
<laughs> and, you know, like the, the sort of race of bucket seat stuff inside it and mounted a screen to the hood mm. and put it on like a giant rotating platform. So when you turn the steering wheel to the right, the whole car turns to the right Whoa. and the screen stays in front of you so you can see the road and the screen and all that. Yeah. And that's the controller. So you're in a car that is sort of fixed to the, to the floor. Oh my that goodness. That is pretty cool. And I was one of very, very few people that won a race. Yeah, man. And nice. as Rowan was congratulating me, I had to turn to it because you're basically up against a, an opponent, you know, one opponent. It's just you and one other person mm -hmm. thing. And I won by basically just ramming into the side of him as we went around a corner, not, <laughs> and not, not taking my foot off the accelerator at any point during the race. Right. <laughs> and as Rome was congratulating me, I had to turn to her, my passenger, my, my, my route spotter, yeah. and, and say, all I had to do was wait until his natural cowardice and desire to live kicked in. <laughs> and then I knew I had him. Because he wants to live yeah. and, you know, keep his passenger alive. I have no such qualms. <laughs> <laughs> the key to being a good racer. Good job, man. Put everyone at risk. Um, <laughs> so yes, my, my time was, was dotted with, with theme parks and absolute mind-numbing terror as well. <laughs> I was going to say, because didn't you go and do... Um... Universal Studios on yes. ha at Halloween. This oh, yeah, yeah. want to hear. Come to, on. To, to, by the way, if people want to get onto a topic and just say, Jack, stop talking about your holiday, please do tell me now or at any point when I'm talking about stuff. I'm just sad that we lost the obvious Matthew Perry fallout sag, you know? Oh, shit. That would have been a good segue. Equally, when you were talking about building a fort on the beach, it would have been a good sort of impromptu fort-building segue. I there would be many, many segues I could make, not least because there were shitloads of segues in Japan. And before I want, we I want do to hear the segue, we have we... other things we need to talk about, so that's fine. Yeah. I also do worry because we could make the really obvious segue between, you know, Japan and Fallout, but... Um... <laughs> I was just oh, going to go with the Future Tech Museum. Why are you guys so terrible? <laughs> Whoa, what? Terrible? You know... Have okay. you heard this show before? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not been on it in a while, so, you know... She always hears my end of the conversation. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm here and I've made a list and I'm being incredibly practical and of responsible. Of course, of course, Zoe's made a list. Yeah. <laughs> but but yes, we do I... want to hear about Halloween. Yeah. Yes, yes come on. Was... I was going to say, are you kidding me? Go. It was our last full yeah. day in Osaka and my God, Osaka is absolutely fucking brilliant. I will just point that out. Like Everyone was warning us, oh, Osaka is really nice because... Everyone there is really friendly, and the food is really good. And mm. by the way, oh, holy shit, the food is really good. I brought some back with me in freeze-dried uh, astronaut form. <laughs> wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... They eat freeze-dried astronauts? It's a weird country, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> food of the future! <laughs> um, Silent green. I mean, I know that space programs are pretty rare these days, but surely they could be retrained and have other jobs. No, no, they, they're, they're, you know, institutionalized now. They're used to space. It's like a horse, like, once it's tripped in a race, you know, once you use an astronaut, he was going to take them out back and, you know, <laughs> freeze dry them. They'll <laughs> <laughs> never be the same again. They'll never be the same. It's not worth the money. Amazing. But, and I'll, and I'll ask, so, yeah, it was like, everyone told us it was like, everyone was going to be really friendly and it's also, the food's going to be really good, but it's a really, really ugly city, is what people told us. All right, yeah. Osaka is one of the nicest, most beautiful cities I've ever seen. I'll show you shitloads of photos and all later on. Yeah, of course. Um, but my God, it's absolutely stunningly beautiful. And indeed, everyone was 
so incredibly friendly, mm. so smiley and friendly and just really, 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 really helpful to us. Very, very dumb, lost foreigners. And we got lost a lot because, uh, Peyton, you'll, you'll back me up on this, that uh, addresses and finding your way in Japan is um, problematic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tended to just go by instinct, but that was because my Lolita senses would kick in and I would <laughs> inevitably get us to the nearest department store. Well, this is the thing is I, tried, I tried using my geek sense where I can usually find my way to the nearest comic book store, but then I went to Akihabara and it just sort of fucking exploded and then I couldn't use it for the rest of the holiday. Oh, man, it was really fun going there because I scared a lot of, of men. Ah, you went to because, the porn aisles. Yes, I hid in the porn aisles. <laughs> a tiny, tiny white girl dressed in full Lolita. Tiny little bitches. And they would just turn around the corner and they'd just see me and they were just always really freaked out. It was really great. Oh, oh no, I'm, not, I'm not here to buy porn. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds I'm like a fun hobby, ones. actually. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. And I was just sort of sitting there leafing. Well, I wasn't able to, if I'd been able to leaf through, leaf through the dojo, I wouldn't have made the purchases I made, frankly, because they were all the wrong ships. It was very yeah. weird. Oh. But yeah, it, It's very difficult. See, the problem is I, like, I'm so much more, like, the, the flaws that are, quote, unquote, for women and the flaws that are for men in terms of dojo, God, the stuff that is for women is so much better laid out because it's it's done by series and by ship, yeah. not by artist. So it's like, right, I'm going to look for stuff and find, you know, expand my horizons, which is also how I found Watchmen, Yaoi, Dojinshi. Oh my goodness, me! Oh and and NCIS and CSI and <laughs> and yeah, oh everything. Um, so if you ever want to see Horatio Kane getting like banged by uh, <laughs> fucking I don't know Sam and Dean Winchester, there you go. I mean, I don't think anyone wants to see that, but it's there. <laughs> um, there's, there's the choice. Yeah. That's the important thing. But anyway, uh, Osaka, absolutely fucking yes, fantastic. Totally. And has Universal Studios, which we went to on our last full day there. Uh, and we arrived in the morning and there were crazy-ass queues. And uh, it was blazing hot. I would like to point out, like, at no point in Japan did I wear a coat. And we were there late October, early November. The mm -hmm. night of Halloween, I was walking around in jeans and a shirt. No jacket, coat, anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was I did, so I did tell you before before you went, sort of thing. I thought it was going to be like mildly warm, dude. I went in September, and it was like walking in you know, the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning. I walked out of my hotel, and it was like hitting a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wish I'd listened. Yeah. It was so warm. Coming back now, it's like, oh god, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to winter. Temperatures. <laughs> anyway, um, and we went, we went, we went to Universal Studios. It was absolutely incredible. Went on the Jurassic Park ride. Went on the Jaws ride. Oh my god! Every person who mans a ride in Japan is loves their job so much. Yeah, because he was there with a freaking toy shotgun and blasting the water with it and just yelling <laughs> loud. It was awesome. Um, and we did all these really, really, really great rides. It was just, we had a really, really good time. Um, I got food poisoning eating a bit of dinosaur steak. Oh, uh, that was a bit bad. <laughs> Mostly because I then had to like wind my way around a parade of fucking despicable me minions to get to the bathroom. <laughs> and they were blocking up the road singing YMCA. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then I had to go back to the place where we were eating at that point, which was the Glee restaurant. Oh wow! I, I, in retrospect, I wondered why we were there. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we got sort of like the end. We went on the the, super, the, the Spider Man ride, which I've taken a bunch of photos of the, the posters inside it, which were fucking awesome because it's all like essentially owned by J. Jonah Jameson. 
Oh, so every corner you turn, you're getting berated and a fucking whiskey ball smashes over <laughs> <laughs> um, I want it, Spider-Man. There's a lot of anti-Spider-Man paraphernalia around. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's all about bringing down Spider-Man and all the, all the like, this framed newspapers. And it's like a headline. And then there's always a little column by J. Jonah Jameson about like why all these like masked vigilantes are a problem. I can't park anywhere, damn it. <laughs> um and it's, it's fucking brilliant because you have like little signs up that just say, warning, a sleeping worker will be an unemployed worker. Get some rest. <laughs> uh, or, uh, Do you know, I was else? made to think about Spider-Man the other day when someone pointed out that the lyric friendly neighborhood Spider-Man implies there are other Spider-Men around who are more antisocial. Who are they and what is their story? <laughs> yeah. It's good anyway, those guys. Continue. <laughs> and like the one that was uh, it's called Ben Riley. Keep keep your wits about you. Uh, we want your hearts and was it? Keep your wits around you around these machines. We want your hearts and minds in the paper, but not literally. Oh. <laughs> um, and we went around and did these amazing rides. Did the Back to the Future ride, which was not great. Um, and then we, we got to about sort of half four, and the sun was starting to go down. And we thought, okay, well, we got we can we can do another ride. I mean, it's massive queues everywhere, and you know the shops don't really have anything that we want. Um, let's let's go in the oh let's go in the Terminator Two one because basically there is Cyberdyne headquarters set up in the middle of the park. Oh, cool! And it's all covered in like nineties posters for uh, Cyberdyne technology, like shock collars for your kids so they don't go out at night and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and right. it's like protect the future. Uh, and you go through, and it's basically the idea is that it's um, it's shots from Terminator Two, but all done in three D giant screen. You know, the robots coming right out of the screen at you. Really yeah. cool. Like, yeah, this will be a lot of fun. And we go through and we queue, and it's it's a quite a long queue, and it's getting dark. We go inside, and uh, we go through into the main hall before the before the movie. And this this woman comes in in a bright red suit, and she's basically I think she's sort of the sort of stereotypical Osakan uh, fast talking comedian. All right, yeah. So she's literally just like yelling at people and talking really, really fast and doing, you know, really, really, really hamming it up. And I can make out one or two words. Mostly I can make out Roboto. Um, and then she like presses a button and everything goes black and a screen turns on. And it's like a early 90s advert where everyone's in, it's like everyone in California turning and smiling at the camera whilst riding bicycles. <laughs> and it's yes. like Cyberdyne, uh, giving you tomorrow, today. And then there's like a, a, a surgeon sitting on a beach with a laptop tapping away at it whilst a robot arm does like brain surgery that he's controlling. And then it just goes, Cyberdyne, showing, you know, bringing tomorrow today, D, 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 D. And then it just cuts to static. And then right. for one split moment on the screen is a black and white shot of a well in the middle of a forest. <laughs> wow. Right. And everyone freaks the fuck out. <laughs> I can believe that. screaming. The woman comes back on, picks up two giant plugs, bashes them together, the lights come back up, and she's like apologizing for something and says oh, so, so, something about a robot. Like, we're going to go and meet the robot now, basically. The, now, know, was that a special robot. edit of the video for Halloween? Well, that, yeah, I think so, because basically we went into the thing and there's a giant screen and all these massive, it's a huge theatre setup, podium in the middle of the stage, and... Uh, the woman comes out, stands on the podium, and it's this is the, it's so cleverly done because you're either looking at her mm. at the podium, or there's a small screen to the side of the stage which is uh, showing a close up of her standing at the podium. So you're either looking at one of those two, right? And as she's talking, doing this pitch, and I think talking about the fact that you should ignore the fact that uh, you know 
apparently a year ago, uh, all the, that, that strange terrorist attack that had happened at Cyberdyne headquarters. So this is sort of set a year after Terminator 2. Right, right. Cyberdyne's making a comeback. Uh, and as she's talking, she stops and, and turns to this uh, to look at someone in the front row of the audience. And she's like, uh, oh, just a did you want this? She's like, you know, young miss, are you okay? So everyone in the audience now turns and looks at who she's talking to. And there's a girl in the front row of the audience who's standing up with her head at a slightly weird angle. <laughs> <laughs> who then raises her arm and lets out an absolutely ear-shattering scream. And, uh, and is pointing at the screen that's showing the close-up of the woman on the podium. So that you can see that her face is all weird and blurred. And, oh, that was fucking sweet. That was weird. <laughs> and, um, and like her face is all blurred. So, again, everyone starts freaking out. And then she just drops down. The screen comes on and it starts showing, you know, um, it basically starts showing the videotape from the ring. Right. <laughs> Except the bit at the end where, like, the, the it you know goes to the forest and there's just the well. Yeah. It's like a drone shot it's like a flying camera going through universal studios <gasps> to a little bit of wooded land at the back of it where there's a well right and the hands come up out of the well and sadako pulls herself out out of the well and starts crawling along the ground <laughs> doing her weird juddery walk towards you gets about halfway there and starts buffering <laughs> just juddering in place Right. And then in half a second, clears the rest of the distance. And she's like coming right out of the screen and like right at you. And while all this is going on, the like stage is filling with with uh, with dry ice, and it's just like you know this smoke everywhere. And a little trapdoor at the side of the stage opens up, and everyone's freaking out, screaming. Nothing comes out of it, but we're all looking at it, going, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?" The lights go out. <laughs> Spotlight at the right hand side of the uh, the seated audience, and she's there. Oh man. And everyone screams. Lights go out again. Spotlight the very front of the audience. She's down right at the front. And there's basically just plants around the audience dressed as Sadako. So that when the spotlight comes on them, they're standing up and staring at people. That's amazing. Everyone freaks out. Everyone's screaming. At the height of it all, your chair drops about an inch into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. And I'm like, Like, the lights come back on. The woman in the red dress. Wait, how big is this place where everyone's sat? It, this is huge. There's about 200 seats. And they're all programmed to drop? Yeah. Oh, my God. Only by, like, that much, but it's yeah. that much money for just the one jump scare. Oh, my goodness. Dude, I Japan. It's they worth it. That's a good jump scare. Yeah, it's, it is. It's so well done. The lights come back up, and the woman in the red suit comes back on, and she's all, like, smiling and laughing. <laughs> and, like, again, she, she's riffing off in really, really quick um, Osaka dialects, but I can make out one or two words, but she says... Something, something, Halloween Fright Night, or debut. And I'm like, oh, cool. So this is like the first thing they're doing. Because like, I knew that once it hit a certain time, I think it was six o'clock, some of the rides would change. So one of them was going to be a grudge theme. I think it was Back to the Future was going to have a grudge theme. Uh-huh. Um, and all these other things. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's really cool. You know, fellow Halloween Fright Night. And then she mentioned something about Terminator 2. So like, I think we're now going to see the actual film. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and as she's talking, Sadako just appears behind her and drags her down behind the podium. <laughs> oh, oh. And it screams again. And the comes on. It's a really long shot of a hallway. And it's like, it's clearly a shot from Terminator 2. Like, it's like bright white hallway or whatever it was. And you can hear off the distance, like heavy footfalls. And you can hear Arnie saying something and hear him say, 
I'll be back. Except he gets about as far as I'll be back, at which point Sudaku just comes up out of the screen right into your fucking face with her, like, broken fingernails coming right at you. Oh. I'm just like, I'm screaming, <laughs> when will it fucking end? <laughs> <laughs> just kept hitting you again and again and again. Like, oh, again. No, 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 we're done now, we're done now. Oh, my God. And then the lights come back up and it's the end. It's actually the end. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and we all start to file out of the cinema. Fucking hell. This is getting close and to half and safety issues now. <laughs> no, no fucking idea. Okay, go on. Because as we're filing out of the cinema, oh it's perfectly done. I'm Hundreds thinking, of people on their feet, go on. And I'm thinking, I'm just saying to Rowan, I'm like, wow, like, screw everything else. Like, we were in New York for Halloween. Admittedly, like, everything got cancelled because of the hurricane. But we're like, you know, Japan, they know how to do horror right. They just yeah. do not let up. They, this is... This is how you do Halloween. And we right. step out at night. And ahead of us, there's big crowds everywhere. And ahead of us is the Glee restaurant where we've been having uh, a late lunch, early dinner, yeah. right? Yeah. And crashed into the side of it is a SWAT team van. <gasps> uh. <laughs> On fire. <gasps> and pyrotechnics go off and it explodes and it starts raining green liquid onto everyone. Oh, my God. And then people in very, very good zombie prosthetics and costumes start <laughs> lurching towards people in the, in the, um, on the street. And they just come fucking full tilt at you. And everyone's screaming, getting out of the way. And I'm just grabbing Rowan and going, like, just, just don't make eye contact. Don't give them any money. <laughs> 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 like, one lurch, no, thank you. We don't want any. We had a SWAT team uh, outfit. It's like firing blanks at these, at these zombies. <laughs> They drag him to the ground. Wild. Oh my god! They drag him and start pulling fucking prosthetic guts and stuff out of his suit. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and then we decided, like, we look around and go, right, okay. So the middle of the day, when there weren't that many queues, there was, for example, a five and a half hour queue for the Harry Potter ride. Yeah, there were there were a lot of queues. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it seems to have doubled or even tripled the amount of people. It's like it's so difficult to get your way around. So it's like, well, we're not going to be able to get on any more rides. Should we just like walk? You know, back to the sorry, back to the train station. Yeah, uh, through this awesomeness that's going on. Like, yeah, okay, that'll be cool. This is a really good end to the day. We're walking through, and occasionally there'll be zombies that come lurching right at us, like specifically right at me. I, I maintain I was victimized by zombies. God damn it! They <laughs> singled you out, and and that that sort of feeling of paranoia was never more highlighted than... Oh, they could smell the fear. When we started getting... We were about halfway towards the exit barrier. Mm. And we hear this... We see people in front of us moving, like, parting like oh, the Red Sea. Fucking hell. A little bit more quickly <laughs> and more hurriedly than usual. Yeah. Right. And we hear in the distance a very distur a disturbing sound, which is... <laughs> and we see... A chainsaw oh my God. being held above the crowd. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. oh my God. And a zombie comes lurching through the crowd with a chainsaw above his head <laughs> and makes a slight like turn towards me. He's like, oh, like oh I, I hear a couple of people laughing because like the big tall white guy, like comparative to everyone else, is just like leaping up onto the pavement going, yeah, you push your foot. And he comes like running past back down towards the rest of the zombies. And I'm like, man, that was fucking horrifying. Yeah. That has made my day. Oh God. I think I'm going to die. <laughs> Someone ran at you with a chainsaw. And, and we start walking and go, and I'm just turning around. We're just both gushing about it. He's going, Oh man, this is so cool. This was amazing. This is like the best Halloween ever. Oh my God. It's amazing. 
He's coming around. Now we turn around. And not only is he behind us, (laughs) but he's looking straight at me. Oh, he took notes. (laughs) Directly at me. He doubled back. And he stops. With his head cocked slightly at an angle and lowers the chainsaw. And there's no such as that. Of it sort of revving and then just. Sprinting. Oh my god! I'm just grabbing Rome and going, "Fuck this! Fuck this! Fuck this!" And just draw, like draw right through the crowd and out through the barrier. Well, and that's how you left. And I'm like, "You were literally they chased. Won't, they won't chase the, the barrier. They lose their powers outside of Universal Studios." That's what the dark circle is. Yeah. That, oh my what? god! As horrifying as that was, it wasn't until later that I thought. You know what? All the rides were still being run after six o'clock. Mm. Yeah. All the restaurants were still running after six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the gift shops were still running after six o'clock. Yeah. So who did they get to dress as zombies? And I realized there was only one thing that wasn't still running after six o'clock, and that was the Despicable Me to YMCA. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are those zombie actors the ones that were in the minion suits? <laughs> oh. Like having to do that five times a day on a float. And then they get to let out their aggression. I was going to say, you wonder where they find the rage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh! And you know what? That was the second most terrifying thing we did in Japan. Was... Second? Yep. Gone. So in Joyopolis, right. of all the many amazing rides there were, and there were some fucking amazing rides, we decided we would, we, would, we would do everything that was there. Because you know what? Fuck it. There were no queues. Mm. None. And we go, all right, well, what's on the top floor? We did a couple of these little simulator rides, which I'll tell you about in a moment, because they were also awesome. And there's one called uh, the, uh, so the House of Living Dolls. Hmm. And I go, oh, it's a fully immersive stereo horror escapade. Right. <laughs> cool. Mm. Where is it? And we look around and go, oh, it's over there. That place was... No queue. Cool, we can go straight through. Oh my god, don't be go. on your own. It was just, just me and Rome. Oh. And we went, and the, the woman uh, at, the, at the, the front dressed like a shrine maiden, and she's like, starts talking to us in Japanese, and I'm like, oh, Nihongo Gahani Samasei, come in. And she's like, oh, okay, and picks up a little thing with like English instructions on it saying, um, and I love this, some of the, they, they give you English instructions for every ride, and on the top of every one of them is, you cannot come on this ride if you do not, if you cannot or will not follow instructions. <laughs> <laughs> they had explained which rides you could go on in which states, so like, you can't, there's like, along the, along the, the left-hand side, along the x-axis is, uh, no wait, that's the y-axis, isn't it? The up and down, yeah, is the, the list of rides. And along the x-axis, along the top, is a list of states. So like, drunk, pregnant, heart condition, bad back, all this sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and there's a little key. So it's like, you can go on this ride if you are drunk, but only on a, uh, on a uh, mild setting, <laughs> with, if you have a responsible adult with you. That's amazing. And was there a convergence point where all of them met? Uh, no, there were certain rides you couldn't get on, and certain. Well, you could get on the Transformers ride, completely blitzed off your ass with a bad back as well. No, no. Uh, you <laughs> but like the Transformers ride, you could get off completely blitzed off your ass, which I think would be a terrible idea because I nearly vomited out my own skeleton, and I was perfectly sober. <laughs> well, as sober as could be expected, I did kind of drink Japan. Yeah. Um, everything was grape flavored. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and basically, we, we go in and there's, you know, explanations, and it basically says this ride is entirely in Japanese. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. If it's scary, it's scary regardless of language. I'm sure we can get the context of everything. Hmm. Uh, and we go through, and we're in this tiny, tiny, cramped little thing. And they're showing us a videotape, and what I can basically gather from the videotape ex explanation is there is a crazy old lady, and she's collected dolls all her life, and some people say the dolls are haunted. <laughs> And so she's gonna like, uh, she's giving you like an exhibition of her dolls, and she's gonna all be all scary and whatnot. And I'm like, ah, that's cool. That's gonna be that's fine. I'm not scared of dolls. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and they give another Are little explanation. Are you now says, scared of dolls? I I'll put it this way. I am now scared of dolls. Rowan and I are both now scared of dark rooms. <laughs> oh my god. We don't sleep with the lights off anymore. And that's not even that's not even a joke. Not, not even a joke. What, even now? Mm -hmm. I have a bathroom light on. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'll pay a little bit more extra in rent for the power bills. Um, <laughs> <damn it. laughs> um, anyway, they basically say, okay, it's going to be really dark, and there's, there's only enough space for you to walk side by side. No, not so, sorry, uh, uh, single file. file. Single yeah, file, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's really, really dark, so hold on to the handrail on the left-hand side and just keep walking. Mm. When you get to a scene that looks like this, and it shows a little photo of a candle on a mantelpiece with a mirror behind it. Fucking hell. <laughs> and wait. And I go, okay. And I go first. Much to, to, to Rowan's, you know, uh, what's the word? Say, you, you've got to go first. I'm like, okay. Take it by the hand. Handle and put my other hand on the left-hand banister. And we start walking through the corridor, and it is pitch black. It is utterly pitch black. I can't see the banister that I'm touching. I can't see my own hand. And it's pitch black. And we're walking around. It's so, so dark and so cramped in and tight. And we're walking along. And I go, this is a really fucking long corridor. And we can't turn around. So if something comes at us, I'm fucking screwed. Yeah, I have no kind of perception of how long the corridor is. At None all. at all. And no. I'm looking up, constantly going, I bet someone's going to come like swinging down out of the oh. ceiling. If anyone's gone on the haunting ride at Drayton Manor, something like that, nothing, just silence. Turn a corner, like you could feel the corner going in the banister, so I'm like following that around the corner, and nothing. There's just blackness ahead of me, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> keep following that. Another couple of seconds of walking, and it feels like forever, and I'm like, ah, I can, I'm just crushing Rowan's fingers into fucking diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> and we turn the corner, and there's a slight green glow, and there's a candle on a mantelpiece. Oh. Like the description. And I go, okay, Rowan, we've got to wait. And it basically opens out a little bit as well. There's a bit more space. And I go, okay, Rowan, we've got to wait here. And we wait. And we wait. And we wait. And we hear a sound back through the corridor, back the way we came, going, punk. And the little girl dressed as the Shrine Maiden comes to me. She's like, hello! Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, hello, hello. Oh, it's only you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's like, and she gives you, an, she gives us another little card in English, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, and I'll go, oh, cool, more rules. That's fine. I can, I can. Okay, there are rules. We're safe. That's okay. And when we look at, and I look at it, and it says, in the next room, you can only go in. <laughs> if you get too scared, <laughs> you cannot leave. <laughs> You cannot go back the way you came. Right. There is no exit from this next Once room. Once you're in, there's Once no way in, out. We can't let you out. Yeah. If you get too scared, 
Take Deal off the headphones and shut your eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> and wait. That's the only yes, solution. because not being able your to eyes see what's wait. coming That's will help. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, okay. We're <laughs> oh <my> cool. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and, so, and I'm like, oh, this is just delightful. Because there's a low table with about 10 chairs around it because they could probably put about 10 people in at each time. Yeah. So this just being wrong. And I'm like, oh man, if any actors come out to try and fucking scare us, there's like a 50-50 chance they're going to fucking sweat down my neck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, yes, I know my initial trial has expired, McAfee, fuck off. Um, and they lead us in and I'm like, okay, cool. And we sit down and basically at the head of the room, is a little like diorama with all these dolls everywhere and right in the center of it is yukiko the, the lady's favorite doll and it's about it's about five and a half feet tall proper scary ass ball jointed doll with realistic hair and like all this grimace painted all over it just sitting in the chair with his head at an angle all like horribly disjointed and everything but like really realistic eyes just looking out at the table and i go okay, we'll just take these seats here. And it's like the furthest possible fucking one right next to the exit. <laughs> right next to the exit and the furthest possible point from the doll. But you know you can't leave. <laughs> yeah, sit down. Which is then I noticed that the entire walls are covered in shelves, covered in little dolls. Oh. Uh, I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, that's fine. They're little. I could probably take them in a fight. They're there, they're there. They're fine. And the lady explains that basically the, 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 the old lady who runs the exhibition will come through in a moment to show us her um, in an exhibition. And I go, okay. And before I can ask her, but where will you be? She goes out through the way we came in and locks the door. That's fine. We put, our, we, put, uh, we put the headphones on as instructed. Mm -hmm. And we also have to sit back in the chairs. That was the other explanation. We have to sit right back in the chairs. <laughs> what, the whiplash? What? I don't, I didn't know, okay? <laughs> Put the headphones on and all the lights go off. Oh, of course. And this is, it's so fucking well done because if this had been, say, done with an actor, mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been as effective because you could only affect one person at a time. Only one person could be the focal point of the fear. Yeah. With the headphones on, you are the main character. You are the victim in this. Yeah. Everything is happening to you. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect stereo. If anyone's done a really, really good horror game on an Oculus Rift or anything like that, yeah. you'll know what I, what I mean. It's perfectly done stereo. Absolutely perfectly done. And we hear this quite ragged breathing and a really fucking freaky sounding old lady just starts talking to us. And I'm like, I don't know what she's saying. But I may have just shit myself. <laughs> and she's like, she starts talking. She's right behind my head. I can hear her right behind my head. And the back of my chair creaks. Oh. And I go, well, <laughs> and she's talking and then she moves away a little bit and then she starts just going on this weird little monologue. And then she whispers right in my right ear. <laughs> and not only does she whisper right in my right ear, but the right arm of my seat creaks a little bit oh, and goes down just a little hell. bit and the ear the earpiece for the earphones i've got just puts a little tiny puff of air oh yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> <bastards>. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> you just get 
A little, a little as, bit. As she whispers, <laughs> as she whispers, so it's just in time with her whispering, so it's her breathing right, talking right into your ear. And I'm what like, what next are they going to wet Willie you? What the hell? <laughs> I'm just like, ah, no, no, no. She's like properly trying to be scary. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't even ham fisted and, and fucking pantomime I am actually going to shit out oh, my own organs. Do you feel like it kind of helped that you couldn't understand what she was saying? Because, like, yeah, there's well, a possibility that the story was actually kind of lame. And if you really understood what she was saying it would have taken the fear out of it but because I, you didn't understand you're just like i don't know what she's doing ignorance I, was not bliss i absolutely agree because there was one phrase in this entire thing that i did understand i will get to that in a moment <laughs> oh no and she's trying to be all scary and i'm like and then she stops and you hear in the distance from like your left into the back a little bit little humming and the old woman starts freaking out and she's like yelling like nandiane like what the fuck what the hell you know what is this and she says yukiko which is the name of the scary ass doll from the front and you hear this <coughs> sound of something mm. stepping over the stones in the thing and the old woman's freaking out so what i can gather is she was trying to be all scary old lady like fairground ride owner her dolls are actually cursed and haunted and alive, and one of them is now walking over to her. She's freaking out and screaming, and the doll comes, and it's sort of just pottering towards, getting a little bit louder as she hums and she starts speaking in this lovely little sing-song voice, and then whispers in your left ear. And I'm like, uh, okay, no, I'm all right with this, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, you know what, I think I'm just, just I'm, I'm out, I'm out. And, the, and then she backs off again, and I'll go, okay, so there's not much sound at the moment. I mean, other than just the, and there's this sound. And then spattering noises. And then thump. And then there's a big judder right next to, on the right arm of my chair. And in my right ear, the old woman is screaming, a word in Japanese I do know. Haskade. Save me. <laughs> or, or help me. And she is shrieking in my right ear. <laughs> Help me, whilst in my left ear, a crazy fucking evil doll is singing a fucking nursery rhyme. I'd say, fuck <laughs> you, you blew my ear. Wow. Right? <laughs> and then there's a hurt sound and she's dragged away. I can hear her being dragged. And then there's like the loudest bang I've ever fucking heard from right in front of me. Oh, Jesus Christ. And the table lets out a little puff of air against you as something heavy has been like smashed on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear a thud, 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 thud of her head rolling off the table. Oh, ah, no, 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 no. And then there's all this <laughs> sound of something dripping off the table. I'm like, I'm really glad they didn't put sprinklers in here. It's like a little tiny <laughs> spatter against you. That would have been uh, that would have been too much for me. And the doll starts walking away and singing again. And then she says something I can't quite figure out. And then she's right behind your head, and she says, "Each." And then she's a little bit further away. She's like at Rowan's chair. Me. So she gets to the next chair. She's a little quieter. Sam. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, there's 10, 10 seats. She's just going to go around and count them. She's basically doing duck, duck, goose. And she gets to like, she fades away from sound. So she's like by the end of the table, furthest from me. Right. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, she's going to come around. She's going to start getting louder again. And then she's right fucking there in my ear. And she's like, Anata, which is you. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there was supposed to be a bit more time then! 
dances away, humming. I go, okay, oh, that was fine. That was okay. And then you hear it go, there's this oh my God. scraping sound. It's like metal being dragged along the ground. And then you hear, <laughs> and your seat drops about, I don't the know. Fucking seat dropping again. It drops about, I don't know, it's <laughs> height into the floor. Fucking hell. And everything in your ears is just, and everything's really muffled, and you hear a dragging sound. And all the while, like, occasionally the lights would flicker on, and you'd see like the dolls rearranged in various places on the shelves. Like, ah, ah! And then it's all <laughs> dark, and you hear this sound after you've had your fucking head cut off. And then everything goes into black light. Right. And all along the walls are painted little, you know, like little paper dolls. Yeah, yeah. But they've got no heads. <laughs> And they're all over the walls. This is a simulation of being beheaded. Right? What the fuck? And then the lights come back on, the woman comes out. She's like, okay, you can take your headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know what? You know what? She leads us out of the ride. Do you know how she leads us out of the ride? Back the way we fucking came! <laughs> and she opens the door and lets us out. And I, we, Ro and I are just there, pale as fucking sheets, just <laughs> shaking a little bit, going... I could see like a group of teenage girls who were looking at the ride and quite clearly wondering, going, hmm, should we? Should we? And then they see us walking out going, dolls. And they just nod and they go straight into the queue and go straight through. Nice. Because they were going like, is this really scary though? Yeah, probably not. But I was just like, no, that's amazing. <laughs> the best part about that ride was when I was telling it to people at home, I was explaining it to Alex and Will and Sophie and Dave. And I've got, I've still got it somewhere. I've got the, the sort of map, the, the floor map of, of Joyopolis. Mm. And uh, I said, oh yeah, there was this, this ride and this ride and this ride. And they were here and they were here. And I mentioned something. About, and as I'm talking about it, Alex yeah. has got the map. And I mentioned the, the House of the Living Dolls. He's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is, it was so freaking. I explain it. And he goes, where was that one again? Because I can't find it on the map. Don't you fucking d- don't do this to me. Don't you dare fucking do this to me. I rip it out of his hands and go, right, fucking there. I point at it and I'm like, he wasn't actually trying to fuck with me. He just couldn't see it on there. But like, ugh, I was about ready to just wrap it up and just throttle that boy with it. <laughs> that would have actually been the perfect ending to that. Yeah, I was like, don't give me that shit. Oh, Joyopolis was absolutely incredible. If- so you even had your own Twilight Zone ending to that yeah. experience at the end. Well, it was, like, <laughs> not everything, and there was even rides as well. Like, on, the, on the ground floor of it, they had um, like a, a, a big stage with a cinema screen behind it and these giant white blocks either side of it. They were just huge blocks. And um, they were going to be showing a teaser, uh, like, a, like a teaser trailer slash um, sneak peek. Um, at the new season of an anime called Tokyo Ghoul, um, which I've only seen like one episode of. It's, it's kind of cool. Mm. Um, very World of Darknessy, And basically the, they show us this teaser sneak peek thing that from season two. And as we're watching it, the ca- there's the screen showing the, the trailer and shots of like action shots and you know really long, beautifully animated shots. And the uh, there are cameras pointed, like sort of projectors pointed at the stage, which are loaded up with apparently something like a million and a half images and, and movie stuff. 
right so that whatever's showing on the screen you can extend out onto the blocks so when there's like a giant fight going on in the middle of a raging inferno the blocks are showing fire okay yeah it's like all extended outwards whilst when someone's looking out the window uh on like tokyo in the middle of january so it's like a cityscape with snow going down it the blocks have been perfectly arranged so they look like skyscrapers with like snow going down them mm. and as it's doing that this really long drawn out scene with the snow going down just starts fake snow raining down in from the ceiling and i'm like this is for a fucking teaser trailer <laughs> and it's I'm not really up, representative just... of the show either yeah and i'm like what the shit this is amazing! I want one of these for my rec room! Oh my goodness. It was, oh, just, oh, Joyopolis was absolutely incredible. We also went to uh, Ben, not Ben Jerry's, what was, what's the other one? Baskin Robbins after that, and we had Christmas ice cream. <laughs> yeah, we had ice cream at like 5th of November in the middle of, in the, middle of the night to cool down. <laughs> oh, it was just the absolute best. And I, I think we, we, we oh, if it was not a, such a fucking nightmare to organize a group thing, I would suggest we do a World One Stage One Japan trip. <laughs> oh my that, god! That's when I end up going full Alita again and once oh, again yeah. taking up my natural position in otaku basements. Yes, I will say <laughs> this. Scare though, them. I, it sounds like an awesome idea to do a World One Stage One Japan trip. But not at Halloween, because everything you have described sounds like my worst nightmares come to life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so well done. Like, I'd want to go for Halloween. The thing is, you look incredible. at it, even if I was there going, oh god, I'm going to die, I was afterwards going, man, that was so well done. The dedication, the attention to detail yeah. was so well done. <laughs> so very oh, I appreciate the craftsmanship <laughs> from a distance. Sorry? I appreciate the craftsmanship from a distance. Exactly. Some fine <laughs> paintings can't be enjoyed until you step back from them, Simon. It's fine. Japan exactly. Isn't. I'm, I'm going to stay stepped back. Jack can tell me these wonderful things. I'm not going there <laughs> at Halloween. Fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I need to tell you. Oh, um, so Osaka, we, we went to we went to a, a karaoke bar um, where it was literally just it was it was uh, me, Rowan, uh, a guy from Idaho, <laughs> and we were just talking. And he was, and we were like we weren't really planning on doing any karaoke. We were planning because it's like apparently it was a really good. A uh, foreigner-friendly bar, really good place to get acquainted with people. They, they tell you where the best places were to go around for drinking and eating in Osaka. Like, yeah, that would be a really cool place to start. Mm-hmm. We weren't planning on doing any karaoke, which was free in this bar, um, with their, their homemade alcohol. And uh, the guy from Idaho is just like, no, you got to sing. I'm like, do we? <laughs> and he goes, well, no, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're British, right? I'll find you some good British singers. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And we, it, I can tell you now, absolutely, categorically, mm-hmm. I cannot sing. <laughs> but I can do a passable enough David Bowie impression. <laughs> of course. But I can make it through most of his songs. <laughs> so there's that. And as we were doing one of our, I think, I think we were doing Man in the Box, Alice in Chains. Yeah. And uh, this elderly man in a suit old japanese fella comes in <laughs> smiles at us and waves like because everyone in Osaka is just super friendly mm-hmm. um and comes and sits down at the bars sits next to rowan and he starts talking and they're, they're talking about something whilst we're finishing off the song and as 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 we're doing that he puts something into the machine and chooses his song mm-hmm. and it, then it comes up on the screen it's elvis is it uh, love me tender yeah the name of the song 
I'm like, oh, this would be really, really cool with this. You know, another, another local from the place, you know. Right. I think I might have cried. It was, <laughs> it, it, it was perfect. Was he proper? It was he, was, it, he, yeah. was, he was just flawless. Mm. It, it was like Elvis was sitting there next to us. <laughs> and he's just Japanese crooning, Elvis. crooning into it. This little, like, sort of 70-year-old dude in a suit. Love me tender. And then it comes back to us two knobheads singing, I don't know. <laughs> I forget what else we were. Alcatraz, yeah. <laughs> Anyone can do it. <laughs> no, man, it's we, a good, it's we, a good we, trick. We, we plugged it <laughs> else or whatever it was, and he said, "Oh, I've never heard that song." I, I forget what the name of the song was that we did that we absolutely fucking butchered. Um, and he said, "Oh, I've not heard that song before." And I went, "To be fair, mate, you still haven't." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still waiting. <laughs> and then I spoke. I spoke to Rowan. And basically, the conversation they'd been having is he he was he was asking like what sort of you know stuff we do back home and and um, like what sports we were into because mm. he, he he really loved golf. And mm-hmm. and, and Rowan tried. To, she said, I, "I tried to explain, but I don't think I did it very well because I tried to explain that we don't really we you know as in you know Rowan and I." Don't really do sports. We we just watch wrestling. We just watch Pudo Desu, you know, just watch pro wrestling. Mm. He said, I think he got the wrong end of the stick. Because I think he thinks I'm a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the best things about going to have <laughs> So yeah, ac- according to the city of Osaka, Rowan is a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. And I just oh, so that that made that made my evening. Um I, I could go on and on and on about Osaka being wonderful and us accidentally going into a maid cafe. Accidentally. 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 No, seriously, accidentally. Because we were just like, oh fuck, we can't find anywhere to eat that isn't like ridiculously expensive or, and this is the thing, isn't a maid cafe. Oh, how, <laughs> how about this place? Like they do omelette rice, they do curry, they do you know this, that and the other. It looks fairly cheap. It's off the main street, so it's not busy. Let's go in. For the listeners, what is a maid cafe? A maid cafe Yes, is for the listeners. A- Yes, <laughs> it's 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 a cafe where your your uh, serving staff are dressed as French maids, and um, it, it's yeah, yeah, it's all very cutesy Japan. It mm-hmm. is the fan service of anime come to life. Yes, <laughs> there are there are three types of cafe. There are three types of themed cafe of that variety you will find in Japan. There are maid cafes. Mm-hmm. There are butler cafes, which are usually stocked by uh, European dudes. In 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 uh, like waistcoats and, and shirts, uh, and there are cat cafes of which we have some, we have one in London now, don't we? We do indeed. Yes, it, the, the the one in the one in Shinjuku, Simon, was about a thousand yen, so about seven pound fifty for an hour of uh, fifty cats, unlimited coffee, and full use of the Nintendo Wii. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently the cats love the Wii. Oh, I can yeah. imagine they uh, do. Yeah. Anyway, but we went to this place. We're like, okay, this this will do. This will be really good. We'll get we'll get a nice hot meal. Fifty <laughs> cats. No, 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 not the, not the no. Cat I'm place. sorry. I was just, yeah. I was just thinking yeah. about that to myself. <laughs> I was like, fuck. No, out. Jack was in a room with fifty maids. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is, we opened it up, right? And this and this girl dressed as, as a witch, as in like an anime witch, not like you know queen and the, not like a Wizard of Oz witch. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But I, more I mean, sort of little witch academia type witch. Yeah. Like. Uh, like. Very short skirt and giant bloomers mm-hmm. and a big hat. Mm-hmm. It's like, it is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I go, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I look, and, and, and behind her is is a girl dressed as a maid, and behind her is a girl dressed in, as a World War Two American GI. 
Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that's interesting. That seems what the fuck? It's it's a cosplay made cafe. Like, well, we're here now. We can't turn around. <laughs> Shit. You can't go back the way you came. Yeah. <laughs> Once you enter this cafe, you cannot. So leave. we sat down and we had a really delicious meal. And it it wasn't as terrifying as I was expecting. So yeah. It was really, really nice, and they were very, very friendly, and they didn't, like, hang around trying to have a conversation with us as they did with the other customers. Because they could tell you were scared and confused. Yes. We are like, oh, we tried not to do it. We tried not to go to the maid cafe. We accidentally found a maid cafe. So I accidentally found an indoor theme park, and I accidentally found a maid cafe. Um, And then I bought a whole bunch of Yaoi Doji and then lost it in the Taito game station. What do you mean you lost it? I, I I put it down, and then we went to another game, and then I went back and it was gone because I forgot to pick it up. And someone oh. went, ooh, free dojin. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> right now, someone in Osaka has my gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the Taito Game Station was like an eight-floor games arcade. That was, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, we did, we did Kyoto. We went on the bullet trains Kyoto. We, we left Kyoto at three minutes past two. Right. Sorry, we left Osaka at three minutes past two. We arrived in Kyoto. We got onto the underground in Kyoto at about 25 past two. Yeah, that shit's fast. So, like, we went from one city to another onto the underground in about 20 minutes. And that's mind-blowing to me. And that Kyoto is, is, is beautiful. And that's without freezing the train or whatever you said it was. Yeah, exactly. Imagine what they can do in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and we stayed at a at a uh, a real which I've put the video up on on our um, Facebook page. Oh, I've not seen that. Have you not seen that? No. Oh, that was the one where we. It was all super super traditional with like the sliding doors and all. It's one long room with sliding door partitions. Yeah. Um, and everything was super super traditional, except the toilet, which had a sliding door partition to it, all cobbled things. Oh, the video of the toilet. You yes. Mean? Yes, I did. See yes, that. <laughs> uh, where you open, you go in, and the door and the, the toilet seat flips open, and it also has a hundred thousand buttons all over it, mm-hmm. and and your toilet slippers, toilet slippers. Well, you can't you can't wear your shoes inside. Yeah, and so you have slippers. Yeah, but you have to have separate slippers for wearing in the bathroom. Yeah. So they <laughs> so they use, you got your separate toilet slippers there. Your pet slippers. Yes, and then you got to go when you when you bathe, you have to sit on a stool. And you get yourself all sudded up, mm-hmm. and then you rinse all that off. Then you get in the bath, and you've got to make sure you rinse all the suds off before you get in the bath. If you get any suds in the bath, God fucking help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get out, and then you shower again, and then you get dressed, and then you go. Except we couldn't go. We couldn't go anywhere, because every time we went to go, they came up with tea, or sweets, or fish, <laughs> or something. So we couldn't go outside and sightsee, because we were being waited on hand and foot by like, aggressively nice people. <laughs> And uh, so we didn't really get to do any sightseeing in Kyoto. We just got given threatening food. <laughs> I, I've posted a photo of my breakfast, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Where I was like, oh, yeah. Din- dinner was terrifying because R- Rowan couldn't eat it because like, the rice had, um, I forget what it's called. Ben- uh, not bento. Um, Wasabi? No, it, 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 it's, never mind. It basically, it, it looked like little flakes in it. Until we picked one up and went, that is a really, really, really Bonito. small fish. Bonito. Yes. Bonito, that, yeah. It's a really small fish. Oh. Like, really small. Yeah. Like, yep. half, the, 
like a microfish. Like, it's, yeah, it's tasty. It is, it's delicious, but Rowan doesn't like fish. And specifically, <laughs> she just when when, she, when Rowan eats meat, it has to be as far removed from the source as possible. Yeah, of course. Right? So she doesn't even like working with meat because then she, when seeing it in its uncooked form, it's just, ah. So we are there with, and it's a big clump of rice with Benito in it. So I pick it up and it's a fish about half the size of your little fingernail. Mm. But if you look really closely, you can see its little face and its little, oh. and its little eyes. And I go, oh, this is delicious, actually. And then I bit like into a really citrusy seed pod thing. I was like, oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> but you can have it. The rice for breakfast had no Benito in it. So that was something. But I'm like, oh, breakfast. This is this is much better because like it's we've got um, omelets mm-hmm. and there's like and some soy sauce stuff and some um, tofu and broth and miso and oh, you know, we can do this. There's a bit of fish there. That's fine. It's cooked fish. It's it's cooked salmon. I can eat that. That's fine. That's cool. What's in this pot? Open it up. Oh, it's fish as well. Oh my god, those are teeth. <laughs> yes, we those commented on this last episode actually because <laughs> you posted the picture it, it, oh, before we that- recorded. Yeah, we, oh. we saw it as as we were going on. That oh yes, because that confused me because that happened Tuesday morning, mm. which would have been Monday night for you guys. Yep, it was so we saw it just time. as we were about to start. Ah, uh, wow, that is messed up. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't listen to that, but I only listened to the beginning part of the episode. So yeah, <laughs> fangs and hooks and ah. So we left Kyoto. <laughs> we got on the bullet train to Tokyo, and, uh, and and Tokyo was also awesome. Shinjuku, very different to Kyoto, and very very different to Osaka. Uh, but they said it was like the, red, the the seediest part of Tokyo, the red light district of Tokyo. And I was like, bah, I can't be that bad. Shinjuku, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. But we were specifically in. Kibu- it's uh, not Kibu- that bad compared to like anybody else's red light district. A- absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so we went around uh, Tokyo, like, Soho. Yeah. And Jack, you might like this story. In fact, actually, anyone who knows what, where this story is going will like this. Uh, uh, it wasn't the first night we were there. I think it was like the second night we were in, in um, Shinjuku. Mm. We go out trying to find somewhere to eat. Yeah. And uh, we go, oh, there's, you know, before we go out, should we do a, bit, a little bit of sightseeing, do a little bit of culture? Because mostly in Shinjuku, we've just been doing shopping and eating and drinking. Because we were right. The- should you go up to the temple then? Uh, yeah, well, we, we were right at the back of Golden Guy. Oh, right. Which is like, it's three alleyways, mm. and it's it's a, a block of buildings about, I don't know, about, you could probably walk from one end of it to the other in about 20 seconds. It's really small, but there's 200 bars in it. Yeah. Crammed, into, crammed into spaces, like, no larger than a broom cupboard, some of them. Wow. And they all have their own little rules, like no, you know, no newcomers allowed. You have to be introduced by a, a regular. Oh wow! For some of them, some of them are super duper like friendly, and they're like, you, you don't care, you have to come in, but you have to be able, you have to be willing to sing karaoke in our bar. Um, and all, <laughs> one, of, one of them, one of them was uh, everyone's welcome, but there's a five hundred yen cover charge unless you say hello in your native language, Aww. and we'll waive the cover charge then. Oh, that's Aww. nice. Yeah, and apparently we, we went past one. It was shut, but there was um, we went past Suda Fifty One's favorite bar. Ah, yeah, but he was it was a bar plastic model, but he it wasn't open. That's a shame. Um, so there's all these little themed bars. What what has this, this, this is the craziest thing? Two hundred bars in a tiny, tiny packed in space. One of them has three floors and a chandelier in a space with like I think three seats for for patrons. <laughs> 
I'm like, this is this is insane. This is this is absolutely incredible. Um, you got to have a gimmick. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every every one every one of those bars had a gimmick, and it was awesome. But we go right. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a bit of culture. We're gonna go to the shrine. We're gonna go to. It's not Yasuka Ginger. It's the shrine next to Kabukicho. It's 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 um not not important what the name of it was. But we went around there, and as we start walking towards it, we notice oh everything smells amazing. We notice all these little stalls on the street, oh. and they're all doing like candy floss and they're doing um like popcorn they're doing like fried everything yeah yeah um, there's there's like uh yakitori um skewers on the grill I'm like oh this is amazing this smells brilliant we should get some food on the way through but then there's like there's just people everywhere and also i'll point this out and this is the weirdest thing because i was expecting it to be like london because you know how there's there's london walking speed yeah oh yeah which is like half a sprint <laughs> And won't betide any tourists who are dawdling. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing because there is, there is like sprinting, then there is London walking, then there is running, jogging, walking, very slowly walking, not actually moving, <laughs> standing dead in place, and Japanese walking. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you stayed in place and went in a race against someone in a big Japanese city, I think you would probably win. Because after a while, you might drop dead and fall forward, and then you'll have covered more ground than they would have done. <laughs> Everyone moves so very, 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 very slowly. So very slowly. But we were meandering in and out of these groups of people, and we head down towards the shrine. And there's this really loud noise. There's, like, loads of conversations going on. We look, and there's just hundreds of people all over this like all over the grounds of the shrine hanging out chatting there's more food stalls there's teenagers just drinking in alleyways and ah it's like back home it's like hanging out inside the uh, inside the two pigs and um <laughs> and like looking around all these places like oh this is really cool we, we start look, going down thing there's like little shops selling you know curios and stuff like that and more selling more food and everyone everyone's sort of keeping themselves and talking amongst themselves and whatnot and uh, Rowan, Rowan points out she hasn't got her glasses on. I'm going to have to be her eyes. So, which is why she didn't know about this until I pointed it out later. Is that when we were walking around, and I just noticed this. This, I think something, something's kind of off about this place. Something just feels slightly off about all these people here. And then I noticed this sort of V formation of men in suits, <laughs> um, walking, and they've got their sort of shirts unbuttoned uh, oh, quite a way. Uh-oh. So you can see, yeah, just, yeah, just hints of tattoos on their chest, and in the middle of them is a really, really old dude with like a, a, his jacket around his shoulders. Oh yeah. my god! And they're flanking him and basically just like <laughs> cow catcher, moving people out of the way. Holy shit! And I'm just like, oh, oh no! And I look around and I realise all these people at all these stalls are just like they're all wearing these really, really sharp suits. And they've all got fucking scars at the sides of their faces and stuff. And I'm like, um... And the more I look, the more I see the, the slightest hint of tattoos peeking out the top of collars and stuff. And I'm like, oh, mm, okay. Mm, we have wandered into Yakuza Christmas. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, shall, shall we, you know, but mm, should we go back onto the main, main, big, busy, people-filled road? And have the food there. Everyone's like, oh no, I want to have a look more of a look around. So I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> see what I have seen with your eyes. <laughs> so we had a bit more. Because you can't a- just say out loud, ah, it's the Yakuza, because oh, no. 
And I'm like, okay, we'll have a bit more of a look around. <laughs> he has a look around and it's really nice and everyone's super friendly and smiley. I'm like, oh. maybe of course the it is. There's not going to be any trouble. Eh? Of course they're nice and smiley. They're not expecting any trouble. No, absolutely. I'm like, you've wandered into Yakuza Christmas, as you put it. They're having a good time. They have no reason to be angry with you. Absolutely. But at the same time, I did not want to risk anything. (laughs) So we start. That's amazing. I wind our way back onto the main street and we get, we we, we end up in Omuidi Yokucho, which is a memory lane where you can have Yakitori for 200 yen. Depending on if, whether or not you are particularly fussy about which part of the chicken or pig you eat. You can have the full. You can have the full-on skewer, which has uh, you know uh, five different varieties of grilled pig vagina. <laughs> yep. I, we opted for vegetables in the end. Um, <laughs> vegetables and beer, um, and it's just oh, that was that was awesome. And then we went back down the main street, and there were like whole bunches of people trying to bring us into their bars and clubs and whatnot. And apparently, our hotel was right next to an Okama bar. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're like, we're walking down, I go, everything's really, really colourful, and then... For uh, the listeners, what's an Okama bar? Well, this thing is, it'll probably be very easy to explain what I should say, and as as we walk past the bar right next to our hotel, there's like these ladies in very, very nice dresses with very long, luxurious blonde hair, and then they sort of turn and look at us, like, welcome! And I go, oh, Okama bar! And it's it's a drag bar. Transvestite. <laughs> uh, it's and it's a drag bar, and I'm like, cool. Can't, okay, we can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was yeah, a lot, more, a lot, a lot more sort of um, vibrant was that part of town that I was expecting. Yes, very nice. Shinjuku is very, very cool. Just very, very loud. It has the weirdest thing ever, though, is that Shinjuku. It is it is forbidden to smoke on the street. Yes. So you have those little smoking rooms, and whenever anybody comes out of one of them, there's just this cloud of smoke. Well, the thing is that smoking isn't banned in restaurants or anything like that. Or like, they have the more modern ones have like smoking areas, but most buildings and whatnot have no no smoking laws inside them. So you have this very weird society where people aren't allowed to smoke on the streets, so they have to duck into a bar or restaurant to smoke. And I'm like, everything's topsy-turvy. <laughs> well, that was like our experience at Skipple Airport, where you can't smoke in the airport, but there is a sort of Irish-style pub, and there is a big sign outside it going, if you want to smoke, come in here. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, see, this is the thing, it's just so, it's so weird now thinking about it, like the idea of people in pubs here wanting to smoke, having to go outside, and it's completely the opposite in, in, in Shinjuku. Um, but yeah, it was... Just, I, I could go on and on and on about the many thousands. We went to Harajuku. That was phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Went to Akihabara and, oh, God, I spent all the money. Oh, I spent all the money. Did you get to the Pokemon Center? I couldn't find it in the end. We got lost uh, trying to find a, <coughs> an art gallery that we were looking for. Mm. Um, uh, in Shinjuku uh, on one of the days. We literally wandered for like two hours through back alleys and stuff. We went from like major city metropolis to suddenly tiny little back alleys. And we were just like wandering around and heard these little kids shrieking and just outside a shop there was a little old lady stamping on a rat head. 
Oh. Like there was a rat outside a shop and she was just fucking kicking it to death. I'm like, where, fucking the, hell. where the fuck are we? <laughs> we're just like stepping back in time. Yeah, just going going to and fro all these things and like cats darting between every building. I'm like, where the fuck are we? Um but it was it was so cool. I brought back so much stuff. Uh just you know, toys and figures and posters and books and food. Ah, oh, everything was grape flavored. It was the best. <laughs> oh, and I've got takoyaki. I brought back freeze dried takoyaki. Yeah, which I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, and I I could probably go on to more stories, but I'm just going to stop there. I think so that this episode because is not that's all the time we've got. On this <laughs> is that actually the end of the episode? Well, uh, no. That is like an hour. Lately we've been doing like three hour episodes, but we could actually stop here and then start another episode and actually release them on two consecutive weeks. That's probably a better idea. Cool. Yes. Shall I I pad it out with a few more stories? No. We've done like an hour. (laughs) (laughs) God God damn it. Fine, fine, fine. (laughs) Uh, So for this episode, uh, you have been listening to World World Stage 1. I have been Simon. You've been Jack. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's actually perfect. <laughs> I've been Irish. I've been uh, Rob. And I've been Zoe. Goodbye. Bye. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That that was Jen. Uh, causing Lara to almost fall to her death. <laughs> Excellent timing. Oh, I forgot to mention that we went to the, we went to the aquarium and I saw a narwhale. <laughs> <laughs>